Jeb's. Yeah, hey, Zach Johnson wouldn't be huh? working today, is he? Uh, he's not working, but I think he's here. Perfect. Could you put him on the phone by any chance? Uh, give me a sec. Zach, Jordan Weichel, No Brains, No Headache Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thought we had an interview scheduled. Uh, glad I got a hold of you. Sorry. My phone's in my car. You want to have some drinks? Yeah, for sure. I'm all right. but about me. Why you got to give me a fight? Can't you just let it be? Welcome to another edition of No Brains, No Headache Podcast. This is episode 14. I'm your host, Jordan, and I'll be joined shortly with my co-host, Matthew. On today's show, we have an interview with Zach Johnson, the man you already heard. He played offensive lineman for NDSU, so we talked about that and more. Followed by Cleary's comments. We did Olympics of Jerseys this week. Death and Taxes is back. Followed by the moment you've all been waiting for. The Avocado Toast Taste Test. Let's get it on. Time for our guest this week. He is a four-time national champion for the NDSU Bison football team. Zach Johnson. Zach, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me, man. Hey, Zach, I saw you had in your Twitter bio, phone booth brawler. I tried to even <laughs> look that up online. I have no idea what it is. What is it? Uh, so it's on, on my NFL draft profile, it says phone booth brawler, which means I'm pretty much an offensive lineman with shorter arms. So it's just a funny way to word it which I took very personally, and I thought it was funny, so I put it in my Twitter bio because I thought it was a good thing to have in there. Shout out to the haters. Have you ever thought about changing your name, Zach? Because there are a few other Zach Johnsons within NDSU's football program within the offensive linemen. They should change their names. I'm the OG. I was the first one, so they can all change their names. But, uh, I mean, I guess no one called me Zach on the football team. I had... I went by Jabba, Why? like as in Jabba the Hutt. Because you're just a unit or what? Well, so there was a kid that came into my class. His last name was Han. So they called him Han Solo. And then one of the guy, one of the offensive linemen in there, one of the seniors was like, you're fucking Jabba the Hutt. And then it stuck from there on. So everyone that I played football with called me Jabba. Oh, the old Jabba. Okay, I can respect it. All right, Jabba, you played left guard throughout your whole collegiate career, and your senior year you led the team with 66 knockdowns and 11 decleaters. First of all, how does that feel? And secondly, what is a decleater? Uh, it's pretty much when you fuck someone up and take them right off the ground, just level them, lay them out. It's like a big hit with a receiver coming across the middle as an offensive lineman. And how does it feel to lead the team in those types of stats? That's pretty good. That's the goal. Yeah. I want to put everyone in the dirt. Make them eat pellets. Yeah, I think I got decleated by some tequila two weeks ago, but that's a different story. See, I got I got decleated last Monday too with a lot of Jack Daniels. Oof, gotta watch out. Oh yeah, but you know, 
What golf you know me. I don't stop. What golf tournament were you at? Oh, it was the Chubb, the men's one at Chubb's. So they call it the Meathead. The 20, it was, yeah, the 22nd year. This is something I've been wondering my entire life. What do you have to do on the sideline when you have to poop or pee during the game? Uh, that's a good question. I guess I never had to do that during a game. But, uh, like, we've had guys where we've huddled around them and they just piss in the garbage can. But what if you, you really know, or have they, to take a dump? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to hold it. I, honestly, if you're a starter, you're going to have to hold it. I mean, you could run to the bathroom that's right outside the sideline, but that usually doesn't happen. But I think I think taking a shit is the last thing on my mind when I'm playing football. But, you know, I guess, you know, in practice there's days where you got to do it, but there's still no time to even go and do that. So I'm sure if you shit your pants, that would probably be the worst play of your career. What was the best play or moment of your career? Oh, my best moment uh probably the last drive of kansas state honestly my sophomore year when we were playing them and you know eight and a half minute drive score touchdown to go ahead was colin and then, uh, was colin klein that? on that team colin klein he was uh, a quarterback optimus klein was no it was uh, was it uh no it was the new kid from he played at Iowa Western the year before the JUCO and came over. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his last name. You guys, you guys beat Iowa and Kansas State in your time. Yeah, in my yeah, in my career we would beat Colorado State, Kansas State, Iowa State, and Iowa. Okay, and just so we're clear, 2012 and 2013 were your freshman and sophomore year. Then you had a redshirt year, and then you finished your final two. Correct. Yep, yeah, so I, I played right away as a true freshman. And then my third year when I redshirted, yeah, I, got, I blew my knee out. Oh. And I had surgery, and I was out for the season. Okay, yeah, that makes you the same age, at least graduating high school class age, as Matt and I. And I can't imagine yeah, 12, right? as a linebacker in high school trying to shed a block from you, good God. Uh, no, you know, there wasn't a lot of people that were my size. Even in my conference, and we were we were the top conference. We were five A, or whatever. You know, there's not a lot of guys. Yeah, I'm I'm just flashbacking to all the shit I've talked to you over our short friendship. Um, how close <laughs> were you to becoming pro, Zach? I remember you talked about it a little bit. Could you just kind of tell us what that process was like and and what you went through? Yeah. So after after the, my senior season, I I got invited to the East West Shrine game, which is you know, the all-star game that's right underneath the senior bowl. So I went to that in Tampa and, you know, you practiced for a week with NFL coaches. So I think we had, my team was the Vikings coaches, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And then the other team I think was the Browns. And so we do that. And then like, I was like a seventh round undrafted guy kind of going into that injuries plagued me in career but then like i i did really well and i moved up to like a third or fourth round draft pick type guy and then i got smoked from the side because someone went the wrong way blew my mcl out shit and then i yeah and then i went to training and then after that after the draft it was like uh i got camp invites from uh 
and mini camp invites from the Vikings, and then uh, didn't work out there. My knee, I mean, I was like 70% probably. And then I went to New Orleans the next day after that didn't work out. And then that didn't work out either. So I came back home and kept training. And I got some calls and did some workouts with uh, some with the Lions. I can't even remember the other team. It's just it was a couple workouts and then. Well, that's more after that. Nothing happened. Had, so. <laughs> yeah, Kudos I mean, nothing happened you. after that. But I kind of like, ah, you know, my body's fucked up enough already. What's the point? Speaking of your body, are all offensive linemen required to grow out their hair at some point in their career? Or is it just a coincidence no, I, that every <laughs> offensive lineman has a moment phase? No, I started that. So we, I made a bet with one of the court, one of the backup quarterbacks, about who, whoever cut their hair first owed the other guy a case of beer. <laughs> so he ended up transferring and didn't cut his hair, but he he was done and cut his hair. So a case of beer for how long did you grow it out for? Oh God, three years. Three years so, yeah, for a I case had... of beer? Fuck yeah, dude. It's beer. Free case of beer. As this guy who loves beer, <laughs> you are out at a bar on Friday night. What's your drink order? What's my drink order? Oh, it depends on the night. So, let's see. It depends how fucked up I really want to get. Okay, you... Let's go before you pregame and after you pregame. You pregame it, okay. and you go to a bar. You're pretty, you're pretty tuned. What do you order? Oh yeah, oh man, Jack Coke. Jack. Or I'm gonna do with some Tito's Seven. Love me. Otherwise, too. it's beer. That's it. That's Matt, all I'll drink. Matt loves Tito's, by the way. Oh, I'm a Tito's guy for sure. But if you give me Jack Daniels drunk, you're gonna see a great. You're gonna have a great night. Yeah, I uh, my roommate came and found me on my front lawn one night after Jack Daniels. I made it all the way home, just not into the house, right on the front lawn. Happens to the best of us. It does. You know, like that sounds like me on Monday. But last Monday, I made it. I made it. Yeah, I made it into my bed though. Okay. What were the? But, what was the ting? team's drinking policy during the season did you guys just sober season or oh no we put we drink after games otherwise i didn't really drink during the season unless it was after games saturdays yeah because but you know you ended up going a little hard harder than you usually do i lived with uh three football players for you mary they were really good oh god they won like two games I was hoping, I was like, Matt, we're going to go through this whole interview without bringing up you, Mary. Nope. Nope. But the, the thing is, is they would just get the doors blown off of them by, like, Augustana. And they would say, you got to stay up. So I'd drink, like, a pot of coffee. They'd get home at 3 in the morning, have one beer, and go to bed. And I was done. So what would you do on road trips, Zach? Road trips? Oh, I mean, that, that was kind of like a business trip for everybody. No one drinks. No one really does anything. Yeah. We do our meetings and, you know, try to get some sleep. My roommate snored really bad, so I didn't really sleep much. Okay, so you had a few snores on the team. Just for context. Oh, yeah, well, I'm the same way. Just for context for our listeners, you played with a lot of 
Uh, more popular names, you could say, they include Easton Stick, Billy Turner, Joe Haig, Carson Wentz, uh, Kyle Emanuel, just to say a few. So who was your favorite teammate? And it certainly doesn't have to be anyone I just listed. Um, <laughs> um, no. Uh, you know, Joe and Billy were awesome. I mean, I probably spent the most time with those guys. Um, I don't know. Some of the guys in my class probably are, you know, some of my better friends from, you know, that I'll have probably for a long time. <laughs> Lots of good stories with our old line guys and hanging out with them on the weekends. And was it just but, dependent on your position group because you spent so much time with those guys? Just you were so close with the old I mean, linemen. Yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, seriously, I mean, I, I don't know how many hours we spend together a year, you know, in that fucking meeting room, watching film and bullshitting and hanging out. I mean, all our lockers are next to each other. Do you still keep in touch with most of them? or? Yeah, I mean, it's not just possible. Usually, you know, we all see each other about a couple times a year. But, you know, everyone's working. Everyone's got their own shit going on. Yeah, I mean, that's what makes it more special when you when it's not every day. You get to see some of your good buddies. Um, oh, ex- you guys, yeah, exactly. I mean, you guys have fucking won like 8 out of 10 or something like that. What luxuries were afforded to you for being an NDSU football player? Like, could you go somewhere and get a free sandwich? You know, beer fifty percent off. What are we talking? Did someone randomly no. give you fifteen thousand dollars underneath your door? <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I mean, honestly, I mean, like that stuff is illegal for the NCAA. But uh, you know, now I can't say. There wasn't times where I'd be at a restaurant and some random person would pay for my meal. I wouldn't even know who they were. I'd just try to get my tab, and I'd have nothing. Yeah. Um, there, yeah so I mean, that's the shit I fucking hate. It's like, well, you're going to pay for someone to get their meal, but that's illegal, and they don't know Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, so say I was playing football still, and we went out and had a beer, and you bought me a beer. That's illegal. As my friend, that's illegal for you to buy me a beer. But I could buy you as many beers as I wanted. So do you want to? or? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd buy you a beer if you were here. All right. Well, I'm going to come out to Fargo and take you up on that. All right. little off right, the cuff deal. here. You went to Apple Valley, right? I went to Eastview High School. So there's two high schools in Apple Valley. Oh, shit. So you don't know Trey or Tyus Jones? No, uh, not really. Not personally. Damn it. Well, that's all my questions I have for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just know that we played them all the time in high school, and our high school always kicked Tyus's ass. Really? But, yeah, he would score 60 points, but, yeah, we still win. <laughs> Eastview. Eastview? Eastview. Do your research, yep. Matt. Uh, well, I did my research on the wrong Zach Johnson for a while, so I didn't have a lot of time. <laughs> How was Packers training camp, by the way? I wouldn't know. Dude, when he got picked signed, I had like 800 people try to follow me on Instagram. Perfect. Yeah, that's exactly what you won. No, that is not. I denied all of them. It was fucking ridiculous. Well, that's why we have you on the podcast. We're going to resurge this, the OG Z-A-C-K Zach Johnson. True that. Maybe we'll get the other one on here. How is that Zach Johnson? Do you know him? Yeah, I know him pretty well. I mean, I played with him for two two years, I think. 
Yeah, I looked up his picture when you were a senior. He was a freshman. Oh, oh, that you're talking about the younger Zach Johnson. You're talking the older one. Um, yeah, he looked. I wait, mean, yeah, wait, we wait. we toughened him up a little bit. There's an older Zach Johnson as well. Yeah, so when I came in, he had he was transferring in the year I came in, but I was here first. He didn't. He wasn't in fall camp, but then there's too many. I'm so confused by all of the Zach Johnsons. So regardless of right. Zach Johnsons, you played with a lot through your five year career. Throughout those five yeah. years, you won the national championship four times. How is yep. the national championship atmosphere as a player? And then if you've seen it as a fan, I'd love to hear that as well. Yeah, so literally going down there for the championship game is a fucking home game for us. I mean, the whole it feels like the whole fucking state's there. So it's always a, it's always a big plus. And then, you know, I've gone the last three years down there to party. And I say that heavily on the party side. Um, it's a good time. I mean, that's that's like the time when all the guys get back together. Everyone sees each other, so that's always fun. And then we always have a practice at the end of the week that all the alumni go to. So it's always just you know, it's just the old players from even the '60s. We got guys that still show up. They're you know fucking a lot older than I am. So but, you know, it's always a good time. So did you play with Carson Wentz for how many years? Well, Carson didn't start till the year that I was hurt. So I didn't play with him that year. Lucky. And then the next year I played with him, won the first game, and then I broke my foot. And then I came back, and the game I came back, he broke his wrist, so then he was out after that. I played with him for three games in my career. Yeah, I can feel that because me and Jordan were on the same T-ball team as Carson Wentz for a year. We definitely so. know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, I can feel yeah. that. What you just said, I yeah. felt. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's the man. I mean, what did you say? No, yeah. does it? Uh, no. Falling nope. Off, nope, the, nope, nope. off the national championships, <laughs> though, I mean, Zach, in, in all seriousness, does it feel good to be part of, like, a legacy like that where you see those old guys come onto the field, you know, that's going to be you someday and you're going to hopefully be watching the Bison at more championships. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's always a good thing. Like, you know, over the years when you're playing and stuff, you get to know some of these older guys that come in because, you know, we always have speakers and stuff and then, you know, they're always around at all the events that we have and it's cool to get to know that. And it's cool that they're all still huge part of, you know, team makers. And then, uh, now we have a new thing. It started what, three years ago, I think. It's the Bison Football Players Association. So it's all ex-players. And then we get together and do things like, I remember uh, one of the players, his dad passed away, and we raised a bunch of money to you know help with funeral costs and stuff like that. So, I mean, it is really a big brotherhood here. That's awesome. That, you know, it's, it's a really cool thing. Who would be your favorite alumni, would you say? Somebody a little bit older than you. Oh, yeah, my favorite. Or who are some cool uh, that you uh, love like, to see? Who's your boy that, like, took care of you as a younger classman? The underclassman? Oh, man. Uh, would be my dude, Gimme, who actually lives with me now. Taught me to, you know, you come in, you don't really know what you're doing. And, you know, he teaches you, you know, fucking don't take shit from anybody and all that kind of stuff. And, if you can show that you're not a fucking pussy, you're fine. That's all that you need to do. 
How many? So you can play and you're not a bitch. How many beers does it take you to get drunk? Twelve. I bet thirty today, so I'm okay. Jesus Christ! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it also depends on the day. I don't know. I'll probably have 10, 12 today, probably. Any guess? How fast? I don't know. Can it's mug ch- night, so. How fast can you chug a standard 12 ounce can of beer? Faster than you can. All right. Ready? I'm going to chug one right now. Ready? I don't have a 12 ounce. I got a mug, a 32 ounce mug. Yeah, well, Jordan kind of nope. sucks at chugging. I tried so. to chug one. I got three in. Brain freeze. <laughs> Zach, what are your favorite sports teams? Oh, man, definitely the Vikings. Skull, baby. God damn it. And then uh, big twins guy. Also, god damn Which it. Which are playing right now. I got to check. I got to check the score. They're probably losing. But, like, no, they're probably not. We got a hell of a lineup. Uh, it's tied. Uh, but yeah, I'm missing um, the Cubs game. I was for a this, big. So let's wrap it up. What do you say? <laughs> so I was uh, as a kid, I was a huge David Ortiz fan when he was with the Twins. David Ortiz got traded to the. Oh yeah, and then when he went to the Red Sox, I've always kind of you know I followed him there, and I was a big fan of him. So I became a fan of the Red Sox a little bit. And then, Everyone's a big Poppy fan, but the real it, question that is. Was, Who's your NCAA basketball team? Oh, definitely the Tar Heels. Oh, my gosh, Zach. That was the wrong answer. <laughs> if there was oh, a what, are you answer, a Duke fan? I am a huge Duke fan. Oh, that's fucking unfortunate. God, damn I, I like the Jayhawks, Rock Chalk. See, I think I'd rather choose Duke than the Jayhawks. You know, you know who used to coach the Jayhawks, Roy Williams. Yeah, so I know he did. Riddle me that. Why didn't you play? Why didn't you play college basketball? Did you play high school? Me? Yeah. No, I didn't. No, my high school like recruited people. I. You see me? I'm a 300 pound guy. Those guys were fucking seven feet tall in my high school. Okay, well, if I'm starting a men's league in Fargo, which I might move there just to do, I'm recruiting you for center. Dude. I can't run up and down the court. Yeah, I tried to you do cherry a, pick. a men's league last year, and I could play guard, but holy shit, they want you to run the entire time. How far yeah, can you... No, they, dude, I played softball, and I was fucking dead tired after two games. I haven't worked out in the last year and a half. I respect that 100%. How far can you drive dude, a softball? Uh, it depends if I hit it straight or not. Full you, potential. You pipe. Uh, the, the, you pipe. The one. farthest one I piped on. I was playing with Brett, and I hit one three eighty. So that's the farthest drive I've had. What were your All other options for colleges besides NDSU? You get any other no. offers? No. Nope. I committed early though too. Hey. I was being recruited by a lot of places, but I wanted to play for the Gophers, but that obviously didn't happen. And then they tried to have me transfer there after my after, junior year. After you proved yourself? Yeah, after, you know, I was All-American how many times? So, yeah. My question is, how professional was the whole recruiting process and then playing for NDSU? Uh, I mean, I thought NDSU was probably the most professional team that I ever talked to. 
there's certain colleges where football's the priority first, and then there's certain colleges where football takes second priority to partying. No, definitely football's first year. And you you don't people don't there's guys that come in and just want to party. They're not with the team very long. And that's just how it goes. But you know, it's just coming here, like when I committed here I had northern Illinois. I was supposed to go on a visit that weekend and the coach there was like, You don't wanna fucking play real D one football? He's like, Fine then and I was like, This is not how you recruit people. <laughs> like like what do you th- like I won more games than you could ever say you've won in my college career. So, that's and we would have kicked the shit out of Northern Illinois. So but that would have been <laughs> doesn't awesome really matter. To, like, go play against some guy that tried to recruit you and was like, "Yeah, I'll give you. A, you can walk on if you want to. No, I'll just go to this school and beat the fucking wheels off you." Yeah, no, it was that was ridiculous. I mean, like I went to camps and stuff. Like I went to Nebraska. Like, my first letter from a college ever was from Nebraska, which was fucking cool. And then, you know, the Gophers, I went, they said if I went to camp, I'd get an offer, and that never happened. So I, I kind of just said, fuck them, and I didn't talk to them anymore. So I didn't really read. And then my dad's like, let's go to North Dakota State. I said, I don't even know where the fuck Fargo is. <laughs> so he came up here, and I fucking showed up, and I got a scholarship. So fucking I was like, five right. years later. And then they won the national championship that year, my senior year of high school, and then there fucking just was no looking back after that. So I have lost probably around $500 betting against Jordan against <laughs> NDSU. And it's not that I hate NDSU. I hate NDSU. I know you do, Michael. I kind but of... I bet on them every year in the championship because I'm smart. Well, I bet against NDSU in the championship. Just don't. Not smart. Yeah, it's fucking kicked me right in the nuggets. Frisco, Texas, like Zach said, is it's South Fargo. It really is. It's, it's fucking insane. Is it it there doesn't bars? make sense. There's bars that have NDSU flags hanging in their bar. Oh, yeah. All the bars we go to, like, they have specials for NDSU fans, and then, like, the other fans will be like, if you, if you pay full price, they'll put it on the chalkboard out front. Like, uh, fans of JMU will pay full price. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking awesome. But think about it. Oh, they don't? Yeah. The Bison have been there. I have it penciled down here, Zach. You've won the national championship in 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 17, 18, and 19. Every year yeah. in January... The Frisco bars get an uptick in business because a bunch of raging alcoholics from the Fargo Moorhead area migrate south, similar to the Canadian geese. Not the same, but similar. And they are booze bags for no, a few it's days. Just the bison boosters go down to Frisco, boost those bars. That's why they're called boosters. Yeah. They, well, Shit, well, they make more money off of us in the weekend that we're there, the four days we're there, than they do on all their other major holidays. We bring in like $14, 15000000 million for that town every year. That's what I'm and saying. It's, it's, it's January, so it's probably their dead time. Not that the weather's negative 40 in Texas, but still. Yeah. It's still winter. And they, uh, yeah. But I mean, like, and then the year we didn't go, they started, they had to start selling beer at the stadium because they couldn't fucking make money down there. 
Yeah. So now they sell beer at the stadium during the game. So now we all just get fucking even worse and more rowdy. So the XFL comes back. Are you in? And oh, I you, thought about it. And do you need an agent? Because I am not one, but I will represent you. I, I, well, I technically still have an agent. I'm sure you would help me out. Management. Manager. So, management? That's, you know, beer, I think I'd let cooler. my mother handle that. Beer cooler. Beer, there, there yeah. you could do that. Oh, yeah. oh, no, we're, we're PR. We're publicity. Okay, deal. I mean, look what we're doing right now. All right. All right. Our new goal is to get you an XFL contract, even if you don't want it. The XFL contract. You know, you I thought about doing it. I thought about ready and training nope. again. But... Nope. All right. Another segment of Cleary's comments this week. Jordan, what should I name my Roomba? What should you name your Roomba? Also, after this, do you want to go watch my Roomba? Just go around. No, I don't want to watch your Roomba. Do you watch your Roomba for recreation? No. Yes. Matt? But not for long. Like only a couple hours a day. Uh, I would say Rowdy, but that's already your fake goose. Decoy goose? Go De- on. Decoy goose. Uh, something with an R. It's got to be something with an R. Uh, Jeffrey. Yep. There it is. Or Marlin, because it sucks. Marlin the Roomba. Yeah. Kind of fits it. I'm thinking about starting to play harmonica. Yeah, I'm going to take up the banjo as well. I think harmonica would be way easier than the banjo. Yeah, no, the banjo is going to be a financial commitment. It's going to be a time commitment. I have to take care of my fingers so I can pluck well. I don't know. could be fun, though. We could have, like, a folk band. Oh, I want to pluck the banjo as well as, you know, huff and puff into the harmonica as well. Get one of those things that straps on you. It just has the harmonica sitting in front of your mouth. The Bob Dylan. And I don't think it's called that, but... That's what I'm calling it. Can you explain to me why Yetis are so expensive and why people keep buying them? Branding. As a marketing man myself, it's all branding. I think their quality is probably up there, but the reason you pay the price you do is because of branding and marketing. I mean... They just do such a good job of that. $300 for a cooler. Yeah, but apparently they're the best of the best. I don't know. I don't think you can find a similar product for a less price, like at all. You can buy, my dad bought one for like $18 at Walmart. Kept ice for like 30 hours. But is it a Yeti? Exactly. That's why. People suck. And then the koozies, too. It's like, keeps beer cold for up to six hours. Who drinks a beer for six hours? Let alone six minutes in a koozie. That's why I don't like koozies at all, even like the shitty ones that you get at weddings. I don't drink my beer slow enough to really need it. No. At that point, I'm just, you know, I'm just changing the garbage every time. That's the point. Out with the old and with the new. I saw this news article. I don't know if you're raising your hand or doing the Hail Hitler. <laughs> I've been trying to get a Cleary's comment in here. Okay, well, suck my ass. Go ahead. You know what? Now you go. I don't even want to go anymore until right, after you go. Well, I'll just yeah. crack my drink then. What's in the booze bag this week? Steel Reserve Spiked Strength.
strawberry burst. My god. I fully expect to be colorblind tomorrow. There's only like two bucks, too. There you go. I think there's a reason it was only two dollars. Give it give it here. Oh that's good. It's good now. Locos are good at the beginning too. It's not bad. Yeah. Not bad <laughs> that's at all. What I'm talking about. I like that. I don't think I could have more than one, but what do we have? Steel Reserve, Strawberry Blast. Aloe series. Alloy series. Oh, that says two one one. I thought that was one of those faucet things that you put on that sprays up so it's a drinking fountain. <laughs> nope, it's just a sideways two. Well, uh, just like you, people are dumb. We may have already known that, but there was yet another video and subsequent news story of a lady visiting a park in South Dakota trying to get a picture of a bison when she was effectively mauled. The horn of the bison got a hold of her pants and swung her around like a mechanical bull. <laughs> Why don't people understand to leave these beasts alone? No, I think we need to start thinning the herd of stupid people. Take some warnings off shit. Hey, if you want to go pet a bison, go ahead. Yeah, but then the news will always like spin it to be like the animal's fault or the park ranger's fault. It's a fucking bison. Don't go up to it. Go back to California and eat your fucking avocado toast. That's all I got to say. Oh, you didn't know that gasoline was flammable? Can you read in the first place? I saw also saw a news article. This is in North Dakota, mind you, so we're really hitting the Dakotas well. Officers found 218 grams of marijuana, more than 300 oxycodone pills, Two bags with more than a pound of meth, 250 grams of black tar heroin, digital scales, a handgun, and various ammunition in one car. And the title of the article is Man Arrested for Suspected Drug Trafficking. I actually saw that same article. That's what I like to call hitting for the cycle. (laughs) You just got a little bit of everything. Uh, how is that just suspect? I, I understand innocent until proven guilty. Oh, shit, someone broke into my car and left massive amounts of drugs that could probably OD the entire city of country of Denmark. Yeah, they probably also found a notebook with, like, people's names and how much they owe and how much they bought and stuff, as well as a scale, as well as bags for packaging. So it was probably suspected, you know. It was all recreational use, black tar heroin. Glove don't fit. No, that is true. This one you'll love, because I know you've touched on it before. This is the title of the article, or news story, or whatever. Dickinson High School athletic director Guy Fridley confirmed that a member of the sub-varsity football team tested positive for COVID-19 and will be shutting down sub-varsity football practice. They won't say junior varsity or JV football team, yet they're named the Midgets. Yeah, you don't want to offend anybody who is a junior, you know. What if they had a midget on the sub-varsity football team? Uh, He's probably just... Ah, who am I kidding? He'd be on varsity in Dickinson. I saw a tweet that was like, what was the best thing that your principal... Or what was the last thing your principal did or your high school career... And someone from Dickinson Trinity 
quote tweeted and said he tried to burn the school down. That's one way to go out. Well, he did, and it's kind of funny. Remember that one time you took $43 worth of Panda Express because they thought you were Jorge who ordered two family meals? That was definitely you, and you stole, <laughs> you stole an entire family's meal. Whoa, whoa. Watch your wording there, okay? You're putting words in my And Mexicans mouth. usually eat with extended families. That was probably 30 people's meals. You said I stole it. I did not steal it. Here's the story. Corona just hit pretty hard. It was a Sunday. Feeling under the weather. Phoenix, Arizona. Hot as shit out. Feel like I'm there now. I ordered some Panda Express online, or I thought I did. When I showed up to pick it up, I didn't see my order there, but an employee came over and asked me, like, what my order was, what my name was, and I told them, and then I got concerned, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I went all the way through with the order online, but I bet I didn't submit the order. So, like, the manager comes over to ask, like, what the same thing, my name and my order, and I tell her, like, what I did. And I said, hey, I may have not pressed submit. Like, that's on me. Just let me know. And, like, I'll just order my food now, you know, since I'm here, (laughs) you know, like a normal person. And they're like, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. The manager even, like, I'm waiting there 10, 15 minutes goes by. She's, like, eyeing me down and even came over to me and said, like, your order will be up in a little bit. And I'm like, great. By the way, I said my name was Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N which was my na- is my name. And next thing you know, the manager comes over with two large Panda Express bags and hands them to me. And I knew the moment I touched the bags, like, they were mine. Like, even if I admitted to what was going on. I knew what was going on, but I basically just, like, you know, I, I turned my cheek, if you will, and I did not look. <laughs> and I just walked out. Check the receipt, and Jorge, who paid with a MasterCard, <laughs> had $43 worth of Panda Express. It was two family meals. The thing is, though, once you touch that food, especially at the beginning of Corona, they weren't going to take it back anyway. So, And I don't feel bad because I told them like two or three times like what my name was, what my order was, like what the situation was. So I don't think I stole it. I think God was like, Jordan, you're hungry, so here's four days worth of Panda Express. Go nuts. And four, you, four days, meaning like three meals a day for and then four you, days. And you moved 1,800 miles away. I bet if you go back to that Panda Express, your picture's up on the wall. I'm probably blacklisted, but that's fine. I actually did take off in a speeding scurry, so yeah, I did steal that Panda Express. I have a similar story. Please enlighten me. Is it as good or worse? No. It's it's more of me being an idiot. <coughs> the steel reserve got immensely gross. I told you. Um, but what I did is I kind of did the same thing. Thought I hit order. Was driving up to get it. I'm sitting in front of the Domino's, and this is a really small Domino's where you Do- park in front. Domino's. Kudos on the pronunciation. And you sit in front and you watch them make your food. So I go in and I'm like, I got a pickup order for Matt. 
They're like, no, we don't have that. And I was like, kind of like pissed at this. And I was like, how is that possible? And I'm like, and I, I was like, I got to go look at my phone. Go out to my car to grab my phone. Light goes on in your head. You know what's going on. Realized I didn't hit submit. So I'm like, okay, I just hit submit and sat out in my car right in front of the dominoes <laughs> and watched them make my food. And, like, there was probably five employees in there that just kept looking up at me. Yeah, you know they were talking shit about and, you. And, uh, yeah, not going back there ever. Yeah, there was saliva on your pizza. Yeah. The thing about the Panda Express one, though, I I mean, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Let's get into some Olympics this week. It was my choice, and I decided to go with Olympics of jerseys. Any sports jersey from any sport throughout any time or era is the theme this week. So, Matt, I'm going to let you go first. Did you have any uh, didn't qualifies? The Pittsburgh Steelers bumblebees. Agreed. I had that one. I had the Packers throwbacks. The one with just a huge circle. Yeah, I believe they're yeah. the Acme Packers yeah. is, at that time is what they're celebrating. Fudge Packers. Did you have any other DQs? Uh, not that I can think of. I had another one. Any Browns jersey ever. I don't get that like logo color scheme. Why they're named the Browns. Yeah, I don't understand it at all. I just don't get it. I don't understand the Browns. I never will. That's like something that they do in Europe a lot. <laughs> uh, with soccer teams, it's like if they have red jerseys, their name is the Reds. But you can you can do that when it's not shit brown. And if your team didn't suck something awful. They're the Browns, but their helmets are orange. Their mascot is a dog. I'm so goddamn confused. And, and I saw like a tweet the other day. Everybody changes their fucking jerseys like every other year. I swear to God, it pisses me off. Somebody had something of the Browns in their new jersey and, you know, flame emoji, yada, yada, yada. Somebody said they got it right this time. How is it any different than any other jersey? It's brown with an orange and white stripe. Or when they have the... That's it. That's all it is. They have in letters browns going down their leg. I'll never get the Browns. That's awesome for a junior high dance team. On to my lost in the medal round. I'm not going to let the Browns ruin my evening. <laughs> I love the Browns, though. I hate them. My lost in the medal rounds, the dark blue with the light blue trim Toronto Blue Jays jerseys. Okay. I like. I do like that color scheme. I think that's like the only modern one that I have. Do you think the fact that Blue Jays are located in Canada makes them just more unique than any other team. Yeah, because they're the only team in Canada. Well, now, I mean, now they are, but I mean, they're still just part of the MLB. As far as a jersey sense, though, do you think the Blue Jays jerseys are more praised because they are Canadian? No. Okay. I think it's more eras. My lost in the medal round is the Minnesota Vikings away jerseys uh, during the 90s. It's an all-white jersey with purple and yellow stripes on the sleeves. And then they have purple letters with a yellow outline. It's it's the Chris Carter jersey that I most recently found. But it's crisp and clean, and it's a nice jersey to get some buffalo sauce stains on. I, I was trying not to go with my favorite teams. Yeah, and I was just about to say, I was like, teams. I just I went through and all my favorite teams. I was just like, nope, not doing them. 
Well, I don't want to be a homer pick. Once again, it's my list. So if anybody ever wants to come on and do Olympics, then they can do their well, own. Well, you, you did list. Olympics of sporting events, and you did Vikings playoff games and the Super Bowl, which are Matt basically your one-dimensional actor was a guy from commercials. So let's not even go there. What was your bronze? The green Seattle Supersonics from the eighty late eighties, early nineties. With kind of like that Looney Tunes Sonics on it. Yep, it's like an art lettering on there. Yeah, it's like Sean Kemp is what you think of. Definitely considered that when I was doing my research for There's this. There's so many, like that whole era, like Nuggets and all those are just insane. Yeah, I had to help myself from going absolutely buck wild on NBA jerseys. I had at one point I was just writing down the one, ones I liked and it was like, oh, I have eight of them and seven of them are NBA jerseys from the 80, 80s and early 90s. Well, my bronze pick, you kind of touched on it and I went more broad here. I went with powder blue jerseys, just in general. I like all of them. Uh, the Chargers had some. Chargers Ex- are... Expos. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals actually have some and then you have... Tar Heels, I had the Blue Jays as... The Tar Heels is more of just like an example of a color you're going for. But I like teams that maybe aren't fully have that powder blue and they go with the powder blue colorway. It's awesome. The Expos, what they had was like... It looked like two J's or something? Or was it an M? It was just an M. Okay, but, but that logo colors. is awesome. Two J's, what the... My silver medal, the Creamsicle... Tampa Bucks jerseys from the 70s. My absolute favorite part about these jerseys is when they wore them. They were the worst team in the NFL. In NFL history, statistically speaking, the only team that is worse in a three-year stretch was the Browns when Hugh Jackson was their coach. I love the creamsicle orange jerseys. Definitely came across my radar. And I wanted one from every major sport. So I went with the Utah Jazz away jerseys. From 96 to 04. Yep. Stockton Malone. Yep. So to paint picture for... Greg Ostertag. Yeah, for our listeners, it's a purple jersey with a mountain backdrop. Um, we actually have a Utah Jazz blanket here in studio. I just like anything with mountains. Uh, Coors Light. Besides Coors Light. Bush Light. Got some mountains. Got all sorts of mountains in the studio today. It was like known as the Carl Malone era. Jordan, we have bush light in the studio and this jazz blanket on the wall at all times. So it's not today. A lot of mountains in the studio. John Stockton also wore these jerseys. They had some sweet shorts to go with it. They had purple shorts. And then the mountains were coming up the left side. My gold medal, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks jerseys. Specifically the logo. The duck wearing the Jason mask, old school hockey mask. Yeah, with the two sticks crossing yep. each other. All-time jersey. Nothing beats it. Pretty embarrassed I didn't even think of that one, but that's a pretty dynamite pick. My gold medal is purple Vikings jerseys. Close. It's UND Fighting Sioux silk jerseys. <laughs> the white and black ones were famous during the Taze and Oshi years in the mid-2000s. Um, I, I mean, it'd probably still be on my list regardless, but these are just becoming more rare because... I mean, technically, they're not called the Fighting Sioux anymore. Death and Taxes, Matt. Do you want to start or shall I? Hit me. 
death taxes and dogs being surprised you aren't going outside with them when you let them out. They are in shock because you aren't joining them for a deuce. Did it ever happen to you? Yeah, but I never really noticed it. That's why it's death and taxes. Guarantee you don't see coming. Death, taxes, and small towns having more bars than anything else. Usually two to three bars. Maybe a gas station. How many alumni are watching football practice in small towns? Well, you have the sheriff on duty. Yep, you got the sheriff. The guy who delivers mail to every household in the city. It's, it's called a mailman. But, yeah. but they only have one of them. Yep. And he's always at football practice. The bar owner. Yep. Who's running the bar? Like, ah, just regulars were there. And then when the football coach isn't coaching football, he's the fourth to their squad. At the barbershop. At the barbershop. Yep. You're not even getting a haircut. Yeah, those towns that hit the sweet spot of like 800 to 1400, that's where they're at. West Canaan, Texas. Football is a way of life. Death taxes and your first sip of beer turning into an aggressive chug, quite possibly over-aggressive. What's it hitting your lips? It's so good. Every time I get a beer... It's hard to not just take three big gulps out of it right away. Next thing you know, your beer's gone. Yeah, the first beer usually goes pretty quick. Or when beers just start flowing, and you're like, yep, going to be one of those nights. Well, Matt, this is a guarantee because earlier I handed you a bottle, a glass bottle of Twisted Tea, and you slugged about seven-eighths of it. So, kudos. Well, Twisted Tea has no carburation. It goes down pretty quick. Did you just say Twisted Tea has no carburation? Uh, checking the carburetor on your twisted T. Carbur. Carbonation. Carbonation. <laughs> That's what I said. Death taxes and burning your mouth on Totino's pizza rolls. Death taxes and burning your mouth on fucking any sort of pizza product that's frozen ever. <laughs> when you all, you're like, oh, pizza rolls take one bite and inside is like lava. The pizza rolls do pose a different challenge, though, because the pressure builds up when you do bite into them, and it can just, it's like a lava. Just the food version of a hand grenade. Yep, a lava blast. Whereas the pizza, you bite into a hot, frozen pizza, you know what's coming. Yeah, or you bite into it, and then you just, and it's still, you can just see where your bite Mm -hmm. was on top. The worst is right after you realize you just burnt your entire mouth. For some reason, I feel like you go into fuck it, let's just eat more mode, because why not? Oh, you, you do like the, you're like going back into it, you're like, no, I'm not going to set it down and wait 45 seconds for it to cool off. Death taxes and Matt claiming to have eaten four pounds of stromboli. Can we just unpack that a little bit? Uh, what the fuck is stromboli? It's like a calzone kind of thing. Calzone kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, so we are on pace with the pizza comments just a moment ago. We always do have pretty similar death taxes. Well, I remember you told me the Stromboli story. Uh, We must have been intoxicated. Don't remember much, just besides the fact that you said you ate four pounds of Stromboli. Four pounds of anything is pretty impressive, I would say. Well, they said on the menu it was three and a half to four pounds of Stromboli. Okay, so it was three and a half pounds. 
Three and a half to four. I don't know. He said it's not an exact science. Oh, I'm not going to you know, fault you this time. I would have rounded up as well. You always round up. Yeah. I ate, you know, six to 14 pounds of wings one time. You know, also, ordering pa- wings in pounds like they do at Space Aliens just confuses the shit out of me. Yeah, I don't understand that. But I get it. The bones, they weigh something. You're not going to eat those. Death taxes and felons working at Subway. Do you know of any? Exact I'm not saying examples? that everyone at Subway is a felon, but go into your local Subway and just see who's working. I hate to stereotype, but they're probably wearing an ankle monitor. Well, your first mistake was going into your local Subway. It is quickly turning into the Hardee's of sandwiches. I thought Hardee's was pretty good. How often do you go to Hardee's, Matt? Uh, never. Yeah. Does that have anything to do with how shitty it is? Now, the moment we have all been waiting for for over two weeks, it is time for the avocado toast taste test. Matt, what's the presentation of the avocado toast that I just made looking like? It smells good. Okay, Matt's just going to dive in. Basically, what we have is extra wheat bread is what it seems like. It was can you buy extra wheat bread? Multi-grain. Multi-grain. There you go. Avocado, salt and pepper, freshly squeezed lemon juice, and red pepper flakes. Matt, you're a few bites in. What do you think? Kind of just tastes like avocado on toast. I don't get the hype. I mean, it's good, but... Dynamite drop-in. That's exactly what it tastes like. I mean, I'm really hungry right now, so... It's actually pretty good. Yeah. I don't think if I wasn't very like starving. I mean, it was a messy process taking out an avocado and mashing it up like this. Lemon juice. And I bought some pretty good avocados. Yeah, Matt bought the hardest avocados in the entire country, I feel. Hmm. Are you ever going to buy an avocado again? I don't know. Probably not. Matt, don't look at the board. Can you spell avocado for me, please? A-V-O-C-A-D-O. God damn it, son of a gun. Everyone does A-V-A-C-A-D-O. I thought I was going to get you. That's our show this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again to our guest, Zach Johnson. I really had a good time talking to him. Looking forward to next week, episode 15. We have guest Joe Berger on. Some call him a local legend, while Matt and I call him a friend. Be sure to follow us on social media, including Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you listen on Apple, be sure to subscribe and Spotify follow. Peace. Peace.